Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, in about an hour, we'll get you on a standby boarding list. Travel to Scotland and see the Lumineers at a castle. It's destination number seven, K-Rock World Tour 2023. My name's Klein. This hour, there's Ali, that is Jake the Nerd, What's DJ up? Omar Khan, hey. and of course, uh, Postmaster Johnny taking them calls at 800-520-1067. Muggs is running around the lobby right now collecting all the spring break, uh, spring cleaning items from the building to give to you. Fine listeners of K-Rock, if you want something, phone's open at 800-520-1067. We'll make that happen throughout the show. Uh, by the way, 310 had a great suggestion to call K-Rock for UFO sightings. So you can use our number for that as well. If there you, you see go. a UFO, let us know. We're here. You can use the go line. You can report it. 844-956-GOAT. You can call us at any point. Maybe you pick up the phone call, and then next thing you know, Megan Holiday's answering, and she's like, what? UFO? Why are you calling me? Just give, them the, just give her the details. She'll leave a note for us. We'll uh, figure out the next step. And another 310 said, didn't Omar interview a guy who invented the baldo or the ball dildo? Oh, yeah. That's why. Yes. That's right. Baldo yeah, was that man's yeah, yeah. name that just won the Jane's Addiction tickets, but Omar did invent, did that interview. That guy's the, named after a ball dildo. The inventor of the <laughs> yeah. baldo. And I don't remember what yeah. that item was or how it worked, but I do remember Omar did a Some bear. sort of vibrator that you get strapped to your balls or something. Yeah. yeah. Real intense. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. Well, gotta, call that guy back they, so we can ask him about they it. Got a box of those in the lobby right now. Uh, Give those Sweet. away as well. They're amp baldos. Let me ask you this question: <laughs> You're you're on your um, you're on your honeymoon, and you decide to do one of those romantic snorkeling excursions where you and a bunch of other couples that are probably also on their honeymoon go out, and you decide that you want to see the fishies, etc. And then when you and your brand new husband and or wife come up out of the water, you realize that the boat that took you there left. It's gone. And all the other people that you were snorkeling with are also gone. And then you go, OS, we're now here in the middle of the ocean with no boat and no cell phone, and now we have to figure out how to survive. And, and you know, when you're in the ocean, it means a million things that'll get you, right? I mean, you know that. Well, even just your own self, because you're treading water. You get tired, you can just literally drown because you're too exhausted. So this actually happened to a uh, California couple when they were in Maui for their honeymoon about 18 months ago. As of yesterday, they are now filing a $5 million lawsuit against the tour boat company that left them in the middle of the ocean. Now, they did survive. They, they swam. And oh, they, really? They swam and they swam because they knew that there was a lawsuit waiting for them. I have they to got sue. To show. We, I got to sue. We got to sue. I'm going to make millions. So, but I got to say, still an impressive survival story if you're going to be bragging about those survival stories. And I know that people will have them. P- people in Big Bear right now are going to say, I was snowed in for three weeks and we survived. We ate every bit of food, then we started eating snow, and we made it out. 
What is your best survival story? Do you have a good one? I feel like everyone's got at least one decent survival story. Really? Maybe- I don't. Do you? Oh, yeah. Quite a few. What about the time that you almost got eaten by the coyotes on the hike? I mean, that wasn't like a survival story. I What about the time you got... There was a bunch of coyotes surrounding me, and then I got out. What about the well, time that... you ate berries and got diarrhea? That, I mean, I didn't think I was going to die. That was yesterday at Whole Foods. <laughs> what about, <laughs> Allie, what, seriously, what about the time you got uh, the guy in the van hit, uh, the hit, picked you guys up when you were hitchhiking? Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a moment where I thought I might get murdered, but then yeah. he ended up being a nice guy. You got picked up by a stranger in a van, and you survived. Who, and he lived in the van. Yeah. His name was Vinny. Yeah, I know. I remember the whole thing, but I'm saying you don't think that's a survival story? No, because I wasn't in a situation where if I don't do this, I'm going to die. Well, Wouldn't you consider that? Like, if they hadn't continued swimming, they would have died. Yeah, but That's not a survival. It's not like an I survived worthy story I wanna, that I, I got into a creepy Klein, van. What was yours? Klein thinks, yeah. Oh, I've got a few. Guys, I have a few. Guys, the pizza place was closed no, after no, I ordered food. They weren't closed. It was just the uh, one of the doors. I another working. one. Klein Strong. I, I will rebuild. I'll How sh- did he do it? I will share with you in a moment. Your survival stories. I, prove me wrong or prove Allie wrong. I mean, I think everyone's got one, at least one story. Maybe they're not all as extreme as, you know, these people that were left alone in the middle of the ocean treading water, but... We'll take your stories, celebrate survival, 800-520-1067. I will share with you my moment of heroism next, right here on Karen. It's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley's show. It's 8.08 in the morning. And we're celebrating your moments of surviving. Survival. This couple was on the honeymoon. They were out snorkeling. If you've ever done one of those things, usually a bunch of couples, and you're all like, oh, look at the clownfish. Oh, that one looks like Nemo. And then you get back on the boat. And you have some fruit punch with rum in it, and then you go back. But when they got out of the water, the boat was gone. And apparently all of the people that they were there with was gone. Uh, they were all, Everyone's gone, and so they had to figure out a way to survive in the ocean, get back to land, and now they're suing the company for $5 million. It's going to have a happy ending. I'm sure, yeah, I guess the company would argue we gave you bonus snorkeling time. <laughs> but... I, like I know. Prob- what did you see? <laughs> okay. But I think at some point you do get freaked did out. you see a sea turtle? And because being, if you did, you got your money. Being stranded in the middle of the ocean is... Terrifying. One of, one of my biggest fears. Yeah, yeah. It's terrifying. 818 and a lot of other people are trying to guess what Klein's survival story is. Is it the fall in the hall? You held on to that wall for dear, dear life, <laughs> yeah, but you did make it through. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. It, that is top three, but that's not the one I was going to share. But yes, I did survive a fall in the hallway here at work. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. I'll get to that in a second. John, uh, I, I'm convinced everyone's got one. What's your survival story? Yeah, I'm camping with friends and family. A friend of mine thought he saw peyote on the side of the cliff. We're shrooming at the time. I said it wasn't. He said it was. We that started climbing. Tiny rock came out of the side of the wall. I was climbing up about seven feet up. Almost crushed my friend. So I went up because I had nowhere else to go. I was panicking. When I got to the top, I had, I, there was nothing left to grab. I was just clawing at the dirt for what seemed like forever. My cousin Eddie came to grab me. He said, I can't do it. I can't reach. And he just walked away. And then uh, uh, my, my cousin-in-law, married my cousin later, uh, he grabbed a tree, reached out with his leg instead. He used his brain a little bit, and it was easy enough. I grabbed his leg. I got up. I was, I was saved. And then later, I say I was able to save him. He crashed the ATV on a Mother's Day one time. But you but thought was, uh, you were dead. I mean, you were convinced this is dead. it for you. I was Game over. Sharp rocks. Yeah. Nothing but sharp rocks under oh me. Oh, my God. And so one of those moments, when you've accepted the fact, this is it. This is how I go out. And then you're able to persevere. <laughs> then you have a survival story. And you have to survive just to share the story. 310 was another one of Klein's survival stories when there was turbulence on a plane. 
That was one of the ones I was thinking about. Yeah, but I survived. Did you start calling your family and let them know you uh, love them? The pilot said it was going to be a smooth flight before we took <laughs> off, and it was not. So I'm convinced there was something going on there. Hey, uh, Brenda, what happened to you? Survival story. Al, you don't believe everyone's got a survival story, but look at every phone line here. Go ahead, Brenda. You're on K-Rock. Hey, so um, me and my friends decided we wanted to go see some snow about two weeks ago. My friend has a cabin in, in Arrowhead. So uh, three adults, two kids. We have chains for a sedan. So we went up. Um, there was about six inches of snow. Obviously, we ended up getting stuck in this blizzard, completely snowed in. Uh, the first day it stops, which is on Sunday, we're like, okay, well, let's try to go back down. Our car got stuck about a half mile down. We had to hitchhike back up to the cabin. We ran out of food. Uh, the ceiling in the grocery store was gonna is getting ready to cave in last time I checked. They ran out of food like twice, and so we are just trying to survive at that point on just whatever cans we could find with two kids. Um, it was It was actually pretty crazy. The snow was over our heads, so just to even get out of the cabin, I couldn't even push the snow out of the way. I had to, like, climb. I don't know how I climbed. I, I climbed over and started digging out the front door. Did uh, you have the discussion as to which kid you would eat first if you had to go that route or no? Oh, yeah, obviously. We, we were debating between the youngest or the, the adult that didn't have a kid. Uh, it was still in the bait. <laughs> right. I, it's, it doesn't take long before you start figuring out who yeah. here is eating who. Less people to miss you. Right. That's right. This person's single. Let's eat them. No mm -hmm. one will know. No huh? one will report them missing, possibly. You say hi to... Um, is this Moses? You're on K-Rock right now. I think I've heard your survival story. <laughs> hi, Moses. What's up? Hey, what's up? Welcome uh, to K-Rock. Yeah, I'm a story, but uh, I, went, I went camping in Yosemite one time, and uh, I took a shot just to go to sleep, because sometimes I just want to sleep through the night, and uh, woke up in the middle. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Can't say that word. Don't say that word. Moses, uh, you dirty yeah. mouth. You didn't have this in the Bible. Hold on, Moses. So hold on. You're, you're laying, you're camping in Yosemite, and what happens? Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night. I thought I heard a bear. Went back to sleep because I didn't want to deal with that. Woke up in the morning, and the campers next to us, they come up to us and tell us, they're like, hey, that wasn't a bear. It was a mountain lion. I was like, oh, well, at least it wasn't a bear. Yeah, but people don't know when they say things like encountered animals. Yes, sure. So you didn't know you encountered the animal. Yeah, but he was told the next day, so he can argue so that he survived that kind of. Kelly on K-Rock, uh, what's up? Hey, so um, years ago, like 20 years ago, when we were like 18, I went with a couple of my girlfriends from cosmetology school, and we just decided like, oh, let's drive down to Mexico for the night, like went to Rosarito. Woke up the next morning and we literally had no money between the three of us, like zero money and no gas in my car. So we're like, what are we going to do? Like, we need to drive home. Like, that, like we had to come up with something. So we were laying on the beach and there was this like woman with her like two kids braiding people's hair on the beach with her little photo album of her family. Like, and she had like a line of 10 people and she was braiding their hair. So I went over there and I was like, oh, how much is she charging you guys? And they were like, oh, $20. And I was like, okay, well, if you guys want to follow me, we'll braid your hair for $10. Well, you undercut so the beach like hair braider on vacation? <gasps> <laughs> Just so 
We just like took half of her line away and probably like money for food for her family. Oh, and we just so like follow, we made them follow us around the corner and we just started braiding people's hair. Braid your hair, <laughs> get more margaritas. All right, though well, that's a very sad story of survival. And they just bought another round of drinks with it. Um, Allie, the story that I will tell you, I don't think you've even heard this before, but I was in a car that was skidding down a hill, an icy hill. This is in college. Is this when you broke your back? This is not the time I broke my back. It, but I made a decision as the car was skidding down a hill and it was not going to stop. It was picking up speed and it was going to smash into a like some sort of a... Uh, a tree? No, not a tree. Like a... Ref, re, I want to say like retaining wall. wall. Yeah, but it was a wall of sorts. And I made a decision to roll out, to open up the door and roll out of the car. What? Now, I don't know. Once again... Were you and, driving? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I what got... What kind of an idiot? Why'd you drive over, over a icy... I didn't realize the car was... Technically, the car was supposed to have four-wheel drive. And I don't think I had the button push for four-wheel drive. (laughs) So I started skidding down. The car was getting faster as it was skidding down the hill. And I made a call. And apparently, uh, I found out after the fact that was the worst thing I could have done. But I got out. And I rolled out of the car. The car skidded down the hill. And then it stopped before it hit the wall. <laughs> but I, in that moment, though, I said, I am you making... You were like, I've I, got I, it I, right. I, because in the movies, that car would have hit the wall and exploded. Mm-hmm. And, and did you hurt yourself when you jumped ship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I sprained my ankle pretty bad. <laughs> so that, Well, I can't believe you've lived to tell the so, tale. So uh, I can pass that down to future generations See, now. You need to write a book. Thank you, Omar. I do. I will do that next. We got come back in a moment, and we got stuff for you. Boarding list spot right here. I see a blank spot. Got to put your name on it so you can travel to Scotland and see the Lumineers at a castle. We got that coming up, and so much more next. K Rock. Spring spring cleaning is continuing here at K Rock as we've got just a lobby full of garbage, but some of it is uh, cool stuff, and we're giving a ton of it away to you just for uh, joining us today on the show at eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. We'll get into another round of that, and we will give you a spot on the standby boarding list so you can travel to Scotland and uh, go to a castle and see the Lumineers play a show there. Once in a lifetime opportunity. It is part of K Rock World Tour twenty twenty three. All the destinations that we've done already. I mean, we've sent people all over the world, hundreds, thousands of miles. And we'll continue to do so. So hopefully you're listening uh, at least throughout the rest of this hour into 9 o'clock so you can get on the standby boarding list. Uh, Are there things that happen in your life that make you instantly very angry? You can go from 0 to 100 very quickly. When I get to my car door and then I open it and Katie hasn't opened the door yet. And I pull on it, and it's still locked. Oh. I get interest, instantly so enraged. When she has the key and has not done the... Yes, not I am clearly at the vehicle now. Right. Why have you not pushed the button? I am opening yes, it. Yes, your majesty. Yes. <laughs> it's very easy. You see the person walking to the car door. You just press the little boop boop. I hate opening a locked door. The thing that bothers me more than anything, and this has happened only a few times, but when... There is a car that has decided to park blocking your driveway. So you cannot get in or out of your driveway because someone is attempting to park in the street. And either they've done it in such a bad way that they took up, you know, sometimes it just goes over by a little bit, but it's just enough that you can't get in or out. And as was the case this weekend, I went to take my dog out for a walk on, I think it was Saturday night. And there was a car that was parked blocking my entire driveway. Was like it a, a nice car? Uh, it was a van. And, no, no. It was like a beat up kind of van sort of thing. But I also noticed that someone on my street was throwing a party. So I kind of, in my head, nice. I thought to myself, all right, this is someone 
Who's going to murder those college kids? And no. I should let them park there. I said, I think this is probably someone who's here for this party because there was a lot of cars parked. Uh. And I also had a moment, and I want to say this is growth for me, where I was really enraged immediately, but I also said, I'm not going to put eggs on the car. I'm not going to leave Why it. Why would you put eggs on their car? You get it towed, man. That's what you do. Well, so I, the, all the thoughts that Jake's, I, I thought, do I call and get this thing towed right away? Because this was one of those things where I was in the right. The guy was parked really, literally blocking my entire driveway. Do I egg the car? Do I leave a note, an FU sort of note? Do I just call and get it towed? And then I had a moment, Allie, where I said to myself, I'm not going out tonight. And I'm sure this thing will be gone by the morning. So what do I really care? Like, what do I really care if this guy think of you. parks? In- well, That's yeah, what I've done it before, him. and yeah. then it wasn't gone in the morning. Okay, so I'm glad you bring that up. So then I go to sleep, don't think much of it. Next morning, go to take the dog out, and boom, still sitting right there. So do you think somebody's in there? At first, no. At first, I think to myself, I'm so annoyed that this guy, I, I gave like this person the benefit of the doubt that they, they did something stupid, but okay, they were going to leave in the morning and the car was still there. So now I go, I got to look. So I started Googling how to get a car towed that's blocking your driveway. Mm. But I also, I know the feeling of going back to your car and it not being there and realizing that it was towed or stolen. And it's such a terrible feeling that I hate to even give the, yeah, even but though you, you get what you, you know, if I, you're going to park in front of somebody's driveway, then you know the risk associated with that. So I understand that as well. And this is where I was trying to go. Maybe I just egg it and feel better temporarily. <laughs> but I said, I'm not doing that because that doesn't solve the problem. No, and, kid, egg and, and eggs are expensive these days, so forget <laughs> that. So I, um, I'm, I'm on the phone with the tow company, and the guy says to me, hey, you sure there's no one sleeping in the car? We have a lot of reports now of cars that are blocking stuff. And more often than not, when we show up and start to hook it up to the tow truck, someone wakes up in the car. We oh, say, man, that would suck not to wake up, and you wake up in a tow yard. Yeah, I know. That's terrible. <laughs> People. This isn't where I park. So the guy says, knock on the window a few times and see what happens. So I pound on the window of the van like this, and nothing happens. I go, nah, no no movement, man. He goes, all right, we'll be out there in yeah, half an hour. And then uh, he goes, pound again, just uh, give it another pound. And then all of a sudden, I hear movement in the back of the van. Oh. So somebody who's clearly sleeping, and I don't know if they got drunk and decided I might as well sleep here instead of drive or whatever, kind of jumps out of the back of their van and, and heads in the driver's seat. And they're not wearing a shirt. It's a guy. And we have this exchange. And I'm I'm viscerally angry. Are you I'm, giving, like, an angry stare? Yeah, I'm giving him an angry stare. Why and can't I, you be a woman? And I, <laughs> <laughs> I've had this fantasy before, but you were not you. <laughs> and I say, uh, I, go, I, go, what, I go, what the F? You're, you're blocking from my whole driveway, dude. So you started talking to him? Through the window, but his window's not uh-huh. down. And what did he do? He kind of gives me, a, like, a brush-off wave. And he gets in the driver's seat, turns the car on, and it goes off. And I don't so think much So it seems like this it. happens to him a lot. I don't he gives know. you the brush-off. I leave my house. I come back an hour and a half later and look at this. This is the note. This is a... Uh, a That's per- not a note. That's a, a card. It's a, ca- a greeting card. Is sitting on... Sitting right in the area where that where the car was parked. Right in front of my driveway. Uh-huh. And it just says on the front of and it... There's, there's poison in it? It's, anth- it's full of anthrax. <laughs> and it just says on the front of it, so sorry... Whoa, and it has a smiley face drawn on it. That is creepy. I open up the card, which I probably shouldn't have done, and there's a a note in here. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to go ahead and say point humanity. And this really made me think about things a little differently. But this is what the note said. I'm shocked that this even happened. So this person went out after after I kind of was, I guess, aggressively a dick. And I was not trying to be, but I was 
frustrated. Went right to a CVS or a Walgreens, bought a uh, a greeting card, and wrote Those this. Those are ch- not cheap yeah. these days either. Uh, I'll tell you what it was. Two ninety nine, Allie. Oh wow, what, this a, guy, what a deal! This guy wrote, um, "Didn't mean to park in front of your driveway. Don't know how they did that." Smiley face, smiley face. Please accept my apology. Then he drew a heart. Have an amazing day. Oh, you are gonna get murdered. Hey, you're dead, dude. Yeah. Or laid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like a praying mantis. <laughs> I had a moment where I said it's a beautiful thing, and I and I don't I know. Said, there's too many smiling faces and hearts on there for me to be <laughs> feel okay about. So this. now you're saying that I'm either going to end up dead or laid. Yeah. Am I this guy? Yeah. Sorry about that, man. Right, You'll take, have your own survival story. To okay, great. Yep. I take back my thoughts about humanity. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Beach weather, sex, drugs, etc. New album just dropped last week. Thanks for hanging out with us here in the studio. You can see some of the footage of that at krock.com. Uh, in about 30 minutes, it gets you on a standby list to travel internationally. This time it's Scotland, a castle, and the band is the Lumineers. K-Rock World Tour rolls on destination number seven. Joe, quickly, what's up? Hey, just to let you know, I got property, and I hate when, you know, the neighbors get a party or whatever. I'm okay with it because we have parties. But when people park that close, I blow and I blow all over their cars. You blow who? Really, who do you Whoa. blow? All we no, heard is you blow dirt. something. What? I'm going to go Klein. park at Joe's house. Go <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to Joe's. Maybe that's why so many people park by you, Joe Blow. Uh, <laughs> oh, another one? All right. Uh, <laughs> I think he said he leaf blows dirt onto their car is oh. what I think he was saying. All right, fair enough. That's a good tip. I don't uh, unfortunately have a leaf blower that's operational right now. Have you heard of this dating trend um, called hat fishing that is going on? Hat fi- oh, hat yeah, fishing. I think I did hear about you that. You know what that is? Is that when you disguise your appearance with a hat? So, apparently, I didn't realize this is a, as big of a problem as it is, but for people that are bald, balding, losing hair, hair plugs, sometimes... Or have misshapen heads. More sh- misshapen heads, uh, bad tattoos on their head, forehead, etc. ears. They uh, will have these dating profile pictures. All of the pictures are them wearing hats. I think, huh. Muggs, I think you do this, don't you? I hat fish every day. Yeah, you're a hat fisher. I do. I mean, it, especially in the when I was on my dating profile, uh, most of the pictures did have me in a hat. All of them did. We, we looked at your profile. There was a couple. There, there was one where I made sure to like, okay, there were actually two that I made sure like I got to show what I have on top of my head. Yeah, off. but wouldn't it not bother somebody? Because what if you're just always wearing a hat? 
then you don't have to worry about what's underneath. Like, Klein, you wear a hat most days. Yeah, but, I, but, yeah, but you're not going to wear it 24-7. Right, eventually you're going to take a shower, you're going yeah. to keep the hat on while you have sex, you're going to be totally I naked and wear should. a hat. Yeah, really? If that's how you're presenting. But well, I think there's also sunglasses fishing. Oh. Like, like I've definitely done that because I don't think I have great eyes. So I will wear sunglasses to make my face look a little bigger than it is because I've got a tiny head. So wearing the sunglasses really balances it out and makes me look hotter than I really am. But you could not possibly f- date and someone. And I'm wearing all the time. That is wearing just sun. If, if every picture of someone, if you got five pictures on a dating profile and they're wearing sunglasses in every picture, mm-hmm. you've got to immediately right. assume something's going no, on. No, because you yeah. think they're just really fun. No, you don't think no. that yeah, at all. Yeah, you're fun. Well, no, no one thinks that. Fun and it's funny. <laughs> one, in one of the pictures where I'm not wearing a hat, I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, and he's wearing a beard, which is like beard fishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so everyone knows, obviously, you know, catfishing's the the original. But then there's, oh, that's interesting. When it says there's such a thing called fat fishing, where people that are super big will put up pictures. That's I, what happened to me. Oh, the top angle shots? The just top like angle, the top shot, angle yes. shots? Yeah. Or just the face or just old pictures. Yeah. Where you were differently <laughs> bodied than you you are currently differently right. bodied. Different. That, You're trying that, to be woke, aren't you? But I think it's funny. I, I, of all He's of, not bad. He's differently uh, bodied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look like you're 50 pounds heavier than the picture I saw. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm just differently bodied. But the the fact that so many, mostly women, are upset that they're getting quote hat fished mm. because they say that they these guys appear to be, you know, I guess. I guess uh, maybe it's a bald or the hair. I don't know what it is, but you think you're going out on a date with someone who's like 25, and then because they have a hat on, and just the idea of wearing a hat, I think in general, that, I think a lot of people think that's a young man's game, you know. And then they oh, show really? up. I think in general, yeah, you got or like a very old man's game, or a very old right. man's. But I think that that's the reality is that some people with the hat on look like they're mid 20s, then they take the hat off, and right away you're like, ooh, that person's mid 40s. Is it always like a baseball cap, or it's like a bowler hat, sombrero? <laughs> When you take off the hat and you're bald, some people look fug, you know? And then some people could really pull it off. Sometimes you're just doing yourself a favor. You know what I mean? Like, you're just working with what you got. And I think people, it's like people like Muggs, who's got a beard and he's got sunglasses and he's got a hat. He's just like Mr. Potato Heading himself. (laughs) (laughs) To look better. Always a different accessory there. (laughs) But have you ever been accused, Muggs, you show up and then you take the hat off and people, because you're, uh, what what do you got going on up there? You're thinning? Oh, way thinning, way yeah. thinning. Uh, but no, actually, because I show up on the first date without a hat, so you don't wear you don't wear <laughs> no. your you don't That's wear your, your move. L.A. Kings hockey hat <laughs> no, on the first I, date. I don't have my L.A. Kings hockey hat, uh, so they see it all right up front. But then people like Johnny can just take God. crappy pictures of themselves that are like out of focus, bedhead. Yeah, yeah. and it's just it like great. wearing some old T-shirt, and they're like, "That guy's so hot." Yeah, yeah. I, I, is that the word? I mean, I'm just curious. Have you been hatfish? Is that? I mean, because re- I'm reading the article now. They say it's become a real problem. Have you been anything fished? Yeah, hatfish, fish, fat, fished, sunglass fished, as Allie claims that she does to try to hide one of her wonky eyes. Food fished. You know what you should do? You should get one of those eye patches, like a pirate. Just hide your bad eye. Nah. Both of them. Uh, 800-520-1067. It's K-Rock. show. Talking about the concept of hat fishing. You meet someone, social media, dating, whatever. They look good. Then they're wearing a hat. You see them in all pictures with hat on. You finally see them with hat off. You're like, what happened? Their whole face changed? It's apparently a real thing. Cynthia, what's up? I've been beard fish and hat fish. It was terrible. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. They shaved it all off. No chin. I was just... Doing a 180, running the other way. <laughs> so wait, you met a guy online. You said this guy's a good-looking guy. He's got a nice, perfectly shaped face. Got a, must have a full head of hair under that hat. And then you meet him. The hat goes away. The beard goes off. And what were you dating? A thumb? 
That would have looked like I was just about to faint right there, but no, yeah, it was terrible. Hey, Marco? Marcus? Marcus, <laughs> close enough. Yes, Marcus, what's up? Uh, I've been half face fished. All the profile pictures were like half the face, and I didn't realize that until I met her. You didn't oh, realize no. she had like, half uh, a face? Wait, so there I, was just nothing on no, the other no, side? No, she, she had a full face. She was hiding half the other face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Phantom of the Opera. What is up with that? <laughs> I got face fished yeah, again. Uh, so wait, only half the fa- Every picture was the same half of the face, and then when you saw the other half was, was off? Yeah, when I met her, she told her she, she told me uh, she just chose the good side. Oh man, that's interesting. Jesus, I really world. want to know what the other half looks like. Uh, Jamiroquai. Hello. Hi, you're on K Rock. Is this Jamiroquai? Um, this is Jackie. <laughs> oh Can you cleanse the butcher? Come on, the butcher. Come on, he's the deep butcher. Screwing up your head. Screwing up your head. Screwing up your head. Screwing up your head. You gotta see how it's written. You gotta see how it's written. There's no way it's Jamiroquai. Okay, I feel honored. That was one of the best misses ever, Kevin. Thank you. You're very welcome for that. What happened to you quickly? I was stepfather fished. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um, My mother married a creepy guy who was sort of obsessed with me, even after she was dead. And I wouldn't take his phone calls, but he knew I'd take phone calls from his elderly sister, who was 90. So one day I came home to my answering machine. My answering machine had... Hello, Jackie. This is your aunt. Call me back. Wow. That sounds like some virtual insanity, Jamiroquai. Oh, no. What a bad, sad way to end this. The most exciting time of the day here at K-Rock because in exactly five minutes, you can call up and get on a standby boarding list to travel to Scotland and see the Lumineers. Destination number seven, K-Rock World Tour 2023. Be ready to call and be ready to win. But right now... K-R-O-Q. Klein Alley Show. K-Rock. Wow, all these buttons are jammed up, Allie. Look at that. This is supposed to be your intro playing, and yet it's all the other ones. Let's try this again. Number three, third try. Boom. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Does anyone know my password? It's something something 69. Okay. Age gaps in relationships are becoming more normalized than ever before. For whatever reason, a big age gap doesn't make much of a difference anymore. And Tinder is even adding a new feature to help with that, with any possible language barrier that might hinder your ability to communicate before smashing. The feature is currently only available in Australia, but it's a dating dictionary that explains some of the newer dating terms that are being used by Gen Z. So a lot of words that Johnny uses, like Riz. Also, situationship, where it's kind of that stage in between talking and being exclusive where it's more than a hookup but it's not quite a couple yet there's also date view which is when a date feels more like an interview so older people can now look at this dictionary before they start casually dropping those words when trying to date gen z people but i thought there was already a language for older people to date younger people it was called money yeah. Uh, Doesn't yeah. that not exist anymore? And that transcends all yeah. language. Yeah, everyone understands that language. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, I got a lot of money. Oh, okay, uh, great. I, I don't don't what, talk to me about Riz. I, I have ri- money. I don't know what Riz means, but why don't you look at this bank account, okay? <laughs> all right, of all the airports in the United States, which one would you say is the best airport? They did a power ranking based on customer service, based on the layout of the airport, the amount of San people Bernardino. that travel through it. <laughs> it's San Bernardino. Yeah, well, Muggs just went there. They're a yep. proud sponsor of the show. Uh, I'll tell you which one's not the best is LAX, for sure. Oh, no, that made no list. 
Yeah, no, it, yeah, no, that's no, a no, terrible no, no, airport. No. But I was expecting Burbank to be on the list, and it wasn't but, because but, Burbank but, is great. But, but Burbank uh, is not great. Bur- I love, I love a lot about Burbank. I love boarding on the back of the plane. I love getting off on the runway. I love the fact you can get there 15 minutes before your flight leaves. Same I love that I can park at but, a place right across the street and walk right in yes, for 12 bucks a day. Right. But if you're hungry and you want a variety of options to oh, no. eat, or you want to kill some time, your flight's delayed. You've you got, got a, Earl of Sandwich, and that's it. There is nothing there. I mean, it is nothing. Yeah. You got, you got, I think, a Guy Fieri's hamburger stand, and if not, uh, that, it's that, nice, it, dude. It, there's not a lot of choices there. I, I've been, I, if that, if you, if everything goes according to plan, you get there, you get on the plane, you leave. It's the best. But if you, anything's delayed, you got to kill time there. That bar is like the hottest place in town. Yeah, that, one I know. Bar it's that have. one little bar you have to wait so Packed. long to get a drink. Um, the number one was Dallas Fort Worth, which I've what? not really, yeah. Uh, number two was SFO. Then you had Detroit, Minneapolis, San Jose Inter- Airport, which is actually a great airport because it's small like Burbank, but it does have way better food options. That's the one that's got a robot that walks around and helps you, too. It's all, yeah. tech, it's all tech heavy. Yeah, it's very tech heavy, but it's also kind of tiny. Um, and then you've got Indianapolis, Milwaukee, New Orleans. Uh, but none of our airports in America mm-hmm. are even close to the top of the list for top in the world. Because aren't there like, uh, in other countries, their they're like worst airports are usually better than our best ones. Uh, oh, yeah. Airports are like museums. I mean, there's a whole separate list for that. I mean, the number one on that was in Mumbai. And then you had Delhi, India. Uh, then you had Wangzhou, China, which I've been to that one. It's a huge, huge airport. But I'm surprised uh, the... Uh, Dubai Airport isn't on there because that one, you like want a longer layover in that place. They have like concerts, they have full-on malls, they have places that are like temporary hotels you can hang out in. It's amazing in there. All right. If you have a box of these sitting in your house, do not open them. Do not eat them. You've got a gold mine sitting in your hands. Girl Scouts came out with a new cookie this year. I brought it up in Munchie Minute. Everybody laughed at me. It's the Raspberry Rally. The raspberry version of the Thin Mint. It was released this year. They've sold out so quickly. When we even bought cookies from listeners, I couldn't even buy these. They're sold out. They're out of stock everywhere. Raspberry rallies are now in demand so much that people are putting them up for hundreds of dollars on eBay. A single pack uh, can go for about 25 bucks, but some people are selling 20 packages for upwards of 450 bucks. Yeah, but are they actually selling them or are they just posting them? That's a whole thing. People are like they're being they're, people are posting them for this, but is anyone actually bidding on that for the stupid cookie? I mean, I didn't do a deep dive to see exactly who's bidding on these, but <laughs> I would imagine that someone's buying these things for I mean I would if you have it's your favorite cookie and you don't think you're going to be able to get it anywhere else or you think you can resell it for more later on would you pay 25 bucks for one package and probably if you're a girl scout do you play by the rules of the girl scout and do your job or whatever your sworn sworn oath is and sell the cookies or do you understand why wow, we've got a box of these raspberry rallies that are selling for Dude those girl scouts are about selling cookies baby Yeah but they you don't gotta get do it any they, way you can if They're selling them black market style like uh Dude, you know no, I think most girl scouts are on the deep web now Okay, in that case, good for you. That's a valuable <laughs> lesson. Took me a lot. Of, it took me like till I was in my twenties to learn that lesson, Girl Scouts. So well done. You're yeah, well learn ahead. Learn it early. Uh, we come back in exactly two minutes, and when we do, it's your chance to hop on a standby boarding list and travel to one of those better airports. Then right here, international travel awaits you, and some tickets to see the Lumineers right here at the Hollywood Bowl. That is next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.